Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of the Long Gang Kiddies, the only podcast to cancel coronavirus. And today we have Jerry, Dan, Angie. How are you guys post-corona, post-CV 2.0? Not 2.0, sorry. Fuck you, Phase Corona! <laughs> you're cancelled, you're cancelled, and we you're cancelled. We cancel Corona. I think Corona cancelled us. Fuck. That's uh, the truth, actually. Yeah, that's the truth. <laughs> Dear audiences, there's, there's, there's nothing wrong with a bit of hyperbole that is true. once that is in true. a while. Uh, I can't always say that I'm the most handsome, whatever, whatever. So sometimes I also must toot our podcast horn a little bit. Okay, then what you were saying? Oh, I was just asking our audiences, uh, if you are listening to us right now, what you need to do is to go to history and delete us off your channel, unsubscribe and unlike from our channel entirely. And then you Please have to find our friends and <laughs> then like tell them... <laughs> find our friends, dox them and then like make their lives hell too. <laughs> It's a good thing we don't have advertisers. <laughs> Otherwise, we are sure cannot cancel. So, yeah. I mean, we're already paying money for this pod- like to run this podcast. So yeah, we're, we're sponsored by ourselves. <laughs> so somehow we'll call our moms and get them to cancel <laughs> us. Hello? <laughs> are you John's mother? I would, like to, I would like to complain about this thing he did, you know, in the podcast. <laughs> Good thing my mom doesn't listen to me also. I think that's a very wise wise yeah, decision. That's a, that's a that's a good that's a good thing on on my part. My dad listens time. to us though. Oh, is it? Hmm. And then he doesn't understand like half of what we're talking about. Hello, <laughs> uncle. Hello, Mister Neo. And then he comes into my room and asks me to explain, and I'm like, I don't know how to explain to you. Hey, Mister Neo, your your your, your your daughter is bullying me. Obviously, your daughter, uh, Mister Neo, he come she comes into the room and then she smacks each and every one of us on the head. Why did you raise up a daughter that's like that? Why did you raise such a violent person? Because my daughter? dad is a feminist. He raised his daughter well. Then I think you gotta <laughs> maybe you have some talking, you know, some some things in common with her Angie's younger brother. She seems to she seems to slap him around when he was younger also. <laughs> yes, that's true. Hey, that's your brother did that, that meme, right? The the yes. sticker. Sticker. No, the funniest one is the last one. Which one, which one, which one? You know, the one the karaoke. Like the guy was like, you know, hopefully you don't regret oh, not, not voting uh, for me. Uh, it's a song, it's a song. <laughs> it's a karaoke, it's a KTV, you know, it's you know, a man yao song. You know my brother, right? Like what he did, he mm. um he bought the posters from um the SDA. Team, right, 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 right. Right. And then he was texting Desmond Lim from SDA and then he used his own like sticker to him, like which is mm. him with two thumbs up. And then he told uh Desmond Lim and then he he sent the the one of Kelvin, right? The sticker that he made of Kelvin <laughs> with the "I hope you will not choose me." That one, and he told Desmond Lim, "Hey, can you send this to Kelvin?" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Why are the people in my family also fucked up?" Oh shit! No, that was the funniest one. That one killed me because that was the that was a song that all the you know the scooter e scooter abings they play. Is it? Yeah. It's a Man Yao song. I wouldn't know. I'm That's not hilarious. I have a soft spot for the SDA because they are like very relatable. They are, I'm, I, they are the, you know, they're like my spirit animal team. It's like... <laughs> they're not I, the dream team. They're the meme team. Yeah, <laughs> I love them. They're so good. And actually, the best part was about their campaign was the posters. It's all yes. illustrated. I wonder who did the illustrations I don't, actually. Yeah. But it's, it's funny because, you know, they, they really use it so Properly. like the really funny thing that happened um, was that I posted their posters on my IG, right? Mm-hmm. And then on one of the posters, the Tamil, right? I got a lot of comments. So first, like someone commented and uh, told me that all the Tamil in there was like gibberish. And then I posted like a second uh, story saying that, mm. oh, uh, I just got told that this is complete gibberish. You know, how can that happen? And then I got more Tamil speak uh, readers like writing into me. Actually, mm. it's not... 
like complete gibberish. Uh, it's it's just um, you know a lot of misspellings, and then like people were like, oh, but the misspellings are uh very consistent. It's like someone with a broken keyboard, and then one person was like, well, actually, it's not even um misspellings. It's just a more extreme form of Tamil, which is like the very traditional. <laughs> extreme what? Tamil. Yeah, it's like Holy it's shit. like the the super traditional like Tamil, which is not used in Singapore. Okay. So like because I don't really I don't Ooh, understand wow. what exact what it is lah. So I so so I did I was just I just compiled all the comments and then put it on a poster and then put it up again. So it was quite interesting. There's only one conclusion that we can arrive from this. What? Someone plugged it into Google Translate. <laughs> and then, the, and then that's probably, what came out. probably 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Instead no of idea. using the colloquial uh, Tamil used here more frequently, they probably had something more traditional sounds. It's quite Indian. interesting though. Engineer, yeah. can, huh? I, can I tell you a story? You will say it regardless of my replies. <laughs> no, it's, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. Yeah. Do you know that you have your work on your Instagram has influenced many of the younger generation to know more about politics? Aww. So, uh, uh, Lydia's uh, mm. brother's uh, girlfriend. Right, she came to our house one day and we were talking about the politics and she said as a young voter, as a first-time voter, she has no information on what to do because she's been politically apathetic her whole life. So she went online and she's a very responsible young lady. I commend her for that. To go Wonderful. and find out yeah, all, all the different materials she can find. And she, she showed me your comic. She was like, now I'm looking at this comic. See, it's so nice, right? So informative, she told me. That was good job, Engino. You are the real good citizen. Oh. Are you yeah. honoured that you know me? A bit, a bit. I name <laughs> drop you. Yeah. No, but yeah, honestly... Yeah. Oh, Jerry, are you really checking yeah, in? Yeah, Jerry's checking in, yeah. Such so, a responsible citizen. <laughs> You're so responsible. Jerry, Jerry responsible is checking citizen. into the location where we are, like, recording our In the middle of the podcast. fucking recording, of yeah, course. Yeah, not before I mean, we started. I mean, it's like he's been sitting here for, like, a good 20 minutes or so. Talking and then now he finally us, decides And then now it's like, hey. Freaking people put their, put their fucking QR code at the main door. Yours is inside here. How wait, are you wait, see, wait. man? Did you, like, were you on the fence about, like, Checking in <laughs> and then you finally decided right now. No, to check in. I didn't even see it. I only oh hey wait hang on the QR code is right there. But we were just talking about it with Dan just if now. If the QR code is not on the fence, I can't see it. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's not. On, it's I'm not on the fence about it being on the yeah. fence. Anyway, ladies Anyways, and gentlemen, yes. What oh, are we talking about? Okay, I was just about to oh, tell yeah. our audience. Right. comic. Oh yeah, right. Yes, yes, yes. I think comic. the problem with politics, right? Like, mm. I don't know if I'm just being naive or I'm being like overly positive but I, I always feel that it's not that people are apolitical but they just don't know where to start because a lot of times when you like google politics you don't know what to google if you're not aware about it right where do you start definitely so not much with a good citizen I mean I just eliminate one of the myriads of possibilities for our <laughs> listeners out there don't start yeah. <laughs> if you guys want to start Jump into politics, don't read Good Citizen. <laughs> you can go there for hot takes though. Yeah. And sexy drawings. Actually, Good Citizen, I, w- I would argue that Good Citizen is something you read after you find out about politics. Yes, yes. Mm. Yeah, if you yeah. start yeah. off there, I'm right, like the primer. Be, yeah. Yeah. If you start off there, you just be like, huh, I didn't know Shamugam was an inquisitor. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that, you know, they had like weapons that could kill each other. I didn't um, know that the celebrity deathmatch thing uh, got cancelled yeah, halfway. Yeah, oh, got cancelled halfway. Oh, why? Uh? why uh, Guys, why, uh? I'm so sorry. I was I was heavily invested into mothership work and I, I, I actually worked with mothership for close to 10 days covering the elections. I drew comics for them and I couldn't draw comics for myself and I didn't end up finishing the celebrity deathmatch. Do you guys think I should continue? Yes. Yes. Okay, Ken, I'll continue. No, you know what? In fact, uh, when you uh, posted the results for the first one, right? Yeah. And I'm like, hey, the pacing hey, is off. Long, eh. 
It's not the Keelong, it's the pacing is already off, eh, you know. No, it's no, like it's the Keelong also. Okay. <laughs> like I, who the hell puts this these these like candidates against each other? You are uh, you decided is I, I just I just put their names together and I I I It's a draw, it's, it's a, a draw. random match. Oh it's a draw. Yeah, okay, okay. You guys think I should have planned it? Is that what they yeah. do in soccer? I it I doesn't think, make sense. No, in soccer, it, hey, it made one, sense. It no, made in sense soccer, they're, they're, they're supposed to, to do that, yes. right? All the, yeah. It must be chapalang one. If I, I go and choose one out, then it's not fair. It made sense to me because... Uh, doesn't make sense at it, all. It makes sense to me because I think Good Citizens readers are mostly uh, not very aligned with the ruling party. And if you have, you know, if you have a opposition member with a ruling party member in every single match, not maybe really. gonna wash Imagine out. if you put like Nicosia up against Taman. That's a difficult one. Yeah, I right. Will, I, will, I will say that's the case. Like, that, but then you got like Chan Chun Singh against uh, what's the what's the. But who? that would be a match Nicosia, for the final, right? is he? That would be a match for the final. Chan Chun Singh is easy elimination. That one for sure. No, then why why do you put like Tan Cheng Bok against like Pritam, Pritam Singh? I, I didn't decide Story it. I didn't decide bank. it. I, I leave it all to chance. <laughs> it is the lady of battle, the lady of war that decides, not sure. me. So sure. you claim lah. <laughs> we will never know. Anyway, my point is don't start there. Don't start your political education. <laughs> but anyways, um, I had I had one reader yeah. write to me and yeah. I, I was super touched because like she was saying that uh, actually she or he was saying that um, she sent one of the comics that I did to her 70-year-old auntie who has voted PAP all her life. And that was my comic about voter secrecy. Mm. And she said after reading a comic, she voted for Workers' Party for the first time in her life. <laughs> and I was like, oh. holy fucking shit, that's amazing. So the PAP government, do you hear this? Right now we have in our room a dangerous dissident, seditious cartoonist who's cut. Cart- by the way, if you go online, right, onto forums, onto all that, no, whenever have you seen anybody change their mind by commenting on a forum? But Angie Neo, through the power of her comics, then why are you trying to get me arrested? Wow, I'm so so easy to he, see through. He's, he's trying to eliminate. He's trying to eliminate the competitor. Yeah, man. Angie, if I if I cannot win you in a knife fight, I'll find another way to get get at you. Tomorrow we'll find Angie at the bottom of an elevator shaft, struck by lightning, apparent <laughs> <laughs> suicide. Yeah, non suspicious at all. Non suspicious yeah. death. Angie, um, yeah. During the election, I was very proud of you for being appalling agent. Oh my god, can we start with this fucking mutual dick stroking? Let's get on with the show. Okay, <laughs> enough, enough, enough. Last mutual okay, 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 I thought Bukit Bato will win. I never expected Sengkang. In fact, when... Uh, okay, I'm going to butcher this name. But fuck it. I'm going to call uh, Reisha Khan. I thought she would be the death knell of uh, Workers' Party in Sengkang. I was absolutely 1000% wrong. Go on them. And the own, and the second, my second hot take is... PAPs are the worst gerrymanders on earth. <laughs> um, okay, la, I mean, oh, when we did our gerrymandering episode... I didn't uh, say outright that they are gerrymandering. We all may have made insinuations. We may have. I wasn't here. I'm safe. Yeah. <laughs> um, but if they are, if they are, they are the worst bunch of motherfuckers to do it. Um, get someone better. Okay, that's my that's my hot take. Do you think planning for, if let's say, alleged gerrymandering took place and you were the guy in charge that to sit down with all the census data, all the, the population data and decide how to gerrymander, do you think it's an easy job 
Or do you think it's as easy as, let's say, I don't know, fucking one of the technical games that you guys like to play? But I mean, if let's say vo- voter secrecy is a real thing. I think it is real, right? Oh, like, definitely, definitely. I think, uh, NG, you will have witnessed some of it. So if that's the case, right, actually, gerrymandering is, is not easy. Uh. Yeah, it's not easy. Know. And right? I think, and I still, one of the things I said um, in kind of defense of the PAP during the gerrymandering episode was that, yeah, the landscape does shift, population does shift, and then you kind of, you cannot have the same, um, the, the boundaries all the time, right? The, you need representation for people who, who are moving into new towns, you need representation who are uh, staying in mature estates, so on and so forth. And that is why they need to redraw all these electoral boundary lines. I, so I don't, I still maintain the claim that they didn't do it purposely to, you know, try and divide and conquer. Not, not, not precisely. Maybe, maybe it would have been a happy accident if that was the case, but they would never, they wouldn't have the precise information they need to do so. Do, do, do you guys? I disagree. Okay. Um, your vote is secret to a certain extent, meaning that like your individual vote is secret. But like, for example, um, each estate uh, has a certain number of boxes and those boxes, when it goes to the counting center, they don't all get like put together to be counted. They are like different tables for different like boxes, basically, because otherwise the whole sorting mm. process will take too long. Mm-hmm. So like by the different tables, right, they are sorted. You can probably see like what is the percentage count, vote count for either party, right? So, and if you know that, okay, this particular few blocks have higher um, opposition support, then, um, you know, like, someone could very well just take note of that one and be like, okay, you know what? We'll redraw them to, like, some other box. And then that's not to... And and the other thing that doesn't make sense about the gerrymandering is that a lot of these town council... um, The the other thing about, like, MPs and um, our... our whole system is that MPs have to manage town councils. And if you look at the, the estates on the map some of them don't even make sense because they're not close to each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So for example, um, you've got estates in like, or I can't, I can't, like somebody named me one that's very ridiculous. <clears throat> Sembawang. Sembawang. Where... Oh, oh, what was your no, like, okay, so, so, so when you are managing <laughs> a town council, right, right. let's say you're Aljunit, but mm. then you've got like um, estates that are not within the Aljunit area, then it makes it all the, all the much more harder to manage those estates that are not like Super close to you, lah. Basically, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. Like in a in the past, when I was living in with my mom, we were drawn in as Tanjong Paga, which is same as where we are right now, and it is freaking like eight kilometers that way. Mm. Yeah, I mean, exactly. if you, I mean, all the I suppose all the big GRCs would face the same problem, lah. If you look at West Coast and East Coast GRC, those are huge fucking districts, right? And a lot of them just don't make sense. Yeah, like it just doesn't make geographical sense. If, yeah, if, so if they can like put a pin on the middle and then draw around it, that would make more yeah, sense. Yeah, of course. Like, but it's more like, uh, hey, we're just going to name this as the whatever, biggest, biggest yeah. zone. And then and then like suddenly things can go missing, like Feng Shan, <laughs> totally gone, <laughs> right? Uh, but a lot of these, uh, when they carve out the SMCs, right, is to kind of test water also a little bit. You know, just to kind of prove that, hey, uh, last elections or last previous few elections, uh, um, it feels that the majority of the residents in this zone votes this certain way, and then you know, if they're confident enough, they'll just okay. Here's an SMC, you know. Let's just test out our theory to see whether it's right or wrong. But Dan Wong, give me your hot take right uh, now. Uh, 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 okay, I have uh, two hot takes. Also, <clears throat> the first thing is, uh, did or did not the ELD, the Elections Department, fuck up with gloves? 
uh, and safety precautions. Okay, that's the first thing. Yes. Okay. <laughs> the second thing is, is the government proven right that it's safe to hold elections during COVID? Because there, there, there was no increase uh, among community cases when the elections happened. You can't tell for sure. Yeah, well. You need at least like to wait past another, the incubation period. Another two weeks, another one week, maybe. Oh, you got a time like that one, is it? Yeah, yeah because okay. the incubation period is like 14 days or even longer. I've read like sometimes it's like 28 days. Yeah, some some uh, some doctors have said up to 30 days. Some doctors say, you know, as mm. as early as 7 days. Which is why spreading. like if you go into lockdown, the minimum is at least 28 days mm. to break the cycle, so-called. Okay, so it's still too early to tell. Yeah, it's too, too early. At yeah. least at the point of recording for this podcast. Yeah, yeah. another ah. week to go, maybe. Yeah. And ah. also the other thing is like, we can only know if we've got like widespread testing. I Which think I our testing is quite extensive. Right? We're doing like, what, 14,000 tests a day or something? Uh, that, so. There's no actual numbers being released. La. We <coughs> only know how many people get infected. I think there was the... There was know. like some reports of like where... I don't think it's like released. I think it's, the, I think it's the private sector because now a lot of the testing is done by private sector. A lot of the clinics have opened up and mm. uh, allowed like the people to just roll up and you know, yeah, I, I to want swap. to have the... What they call it? The, the PCR test, mm. if I'm not mistaken. So, I think the reported number is something like fourteen thousand per day. Um, that's what that's what last I seen. Uh, I, I I don't know if that's the accurate number or not. Fucking fourteen thousand is actually quite a lot. No, but and the mm. thing is, like, uh, we still have a, an extremely high number of people getting it every day. Uh, it's not within community, but it's it's not within the community, but it's like um those people who within, are still within the foreign labourers yeah, for, for yeah which, which means the, the foreign labour situation has really not changed huh? no but they, didn't you like read the recent news about like how one person one foreign labourer was infected and mm. then like nothing was done uh, and he was still staying with his uh, fellow uh, teammates in the for same room for 14 days right yeah for, for like damn long and yeah. then like when the when the um, employer was trying to get answers, like no one gave, like he was just being kicked all over the place. Like, oh, not my Tai Chi, not my Tai Chi. And then uh, there was another case and then the MOM came out to apologize, right? Recently. Mm. All the all the many apologies that came out recently, eh? very mm. amazing. Eh? Apologies, police reports. <clears throat> Jerry, your friends with Josephine Teo, right? Can you tell her to go and wake up her idea? Maybe maybe she's his aunt or something. You know, same surname. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think know. Jerry is yeah. his, her uncle. You know, oh, what's yeah, a, you know what's a funny thing? Hey, one, of the, idea. one of the kids I play games with, right? We play online video games with, right? It's actually her her nephew. Ah. Like, actually her nephew. And he's like, don't vote for her, don't vote for her. Whoa. Yeah, the nephew doesn't like her. Is this going on record on the podcast? I'm not saying who it is. Okay, okay. Well, Maybe she only got one, eh? Maybe. Not likely you only have one nephew. <laughs> oh no, that's, a, that's very uncanny. <laughs> one nephew that plays games. Call of Duty. On, at the age where he would go online to play games. Yeah. Fucking if Jerry can play game, anybody can play game. Yeah, don't, don't, don't forget I'm 400 years old. What's, what's his Q-Death ratio? <laughs> telling you more. <laughs> Must be very high, right? Because he's un- <laughs> It might not be a shooter game. Oh. Yeah. Since, mm. since he's unwilling to divulge, it might not be a shooter yeah. game. Mm. I'm telling you. Interesting, interesting. Uh, so yeah, okay. on, the, on the topic of a lot of apologies, the PP getting quite woke. Uh, you haven't you? gotten my hot take yet. Would, uh, no, it's no. done already. It's over. It's <laughs> <laughs> okay, give me your hot take, NG. I think Singaporeans need to wake the fuck up and then get Chi Soon Juan and Paul Tambayer into parliament next elections. Yeah, I second that. How the fuck 
Can you put Murali back into parliament? He's a guy who like fucking handles a town council and then locks up the stupid like fire, fire, what do you call hydrant water things? And like someone got killed, okay? Someone got killed. But he got a much better margin than before. Yeah, you mean Chisun Juan, yes. The, yeah, for Chisun Juan. Yeah. So the, the snap election, he only got like 30 odd percent, right? Which is yeah. that little bit more, you know? That little bit. Hey, and then you know, Paul uh, Tambaya is a, is a professor in infectious disease. Why are we not getting him into parliament? I don't understand. Hey, West Coast are uh, lost by 5,000 votes, okay? That's what makes me really upset. 5,000 votes. Mm-hmm. Remember when Aljunit first flipped over? They lost by... PAP lost by 2,600 <sighs> votes. I'm so pissed off. I'm so sad. Why like that? Why like that, Singapore? Okay. Back on topic. PAP <laughs> is very woke nowadays. Guys, wouldn't you agree? Is this a good sign? Is this a sign of the times to come? PAP talking about diversity, always apologizing, telling us we need to talk about race and religion in different ways. Today is the 24th of July, which means that we've only passed like two weeks uh, since the elections. So, I mean, if they carry this on after six months, then maybe that's a good sign. But it's a very sudden shift, right? Wouldn't you say? Uh, isn't that super suspicious? Am I, I being too like jaded? I think so, yes. I don't think PAP has never been woke. I think... Uh, what do you just it. say, Jerry? Yeah. All, of, all of you naysayers, right? All doubters... Ye of little faith. Holy no faith in your government, your PAP, which you guys love so much. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> no, but they they have generally they have been I would I wouldn't say they are woke in the in the very public sense, but generally they have been quite woke. Uh and for a long time. Um but I feel What do you mean they are quite yeah, woke? Why, for why a long quite time? woke for a long time? You know, a lot of this a lot of programs that we have, right, is bordering on welfare without being called welfare. I don't know if you guys actually dug that. Give us an example. Is welfare a a component of being woke? Well, I mean, they've been progressive for longer than we think. They're not as conservative as we think. You see, uh, actually, uh, in some weird, obscure way, right, I need to stand with Jerry on this one. I think Lee Kuan Yew saw the future. Mm. I think he (laughs) saw, right, he in his in his fevered insanity driven inspiration uh, okay he saw the future of wokeness right creep upon the shores of Singapore and that's why right from the very beginning he wanted uh he wanted the constitution to say that uh provide free education to Malay. Is is this real? Free, free Yeah 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 it's in our constitution. Yeah. So that's why uh, I hmm. think right he's he see already, he he knows the future is happening. And then any time, right, anybody uh, comes out and say, you, ye of Chinese privilege, right, he'll just be like, look at the constitution, you. Just points at the constitution. It's not the Chinese privilege. It's the Malay privilege now. Oh, I, I didn't know. This is why Mandaki was set up. Oh, Mandaki and, uh, what's that? What's oh. the, the Chinese one called again? Uh, there's an Indian one as well, Sinda. Right. Yeah. Right. And then there's a... CDAC, uh, right? Yeah, CCAC yeah. and CAC or C. And then there's a Eurasian one as well. Ah. Yeah, so they're all all the 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 Malay Muslim community is the only one with two such organizations. Uh, Mandaki and what's the other one? Um, oh, fuck. I can't remember. But anyway, they have two. <laughs> it's also a very unique situation. So the wokeness, right, is not a very recent phenomena. Granted, but they are really talking more about it now. Yes, right? they are they, talk- they, yep. 
like Kong, uh, Ong Ye Kun recently came out and said that we need to talk about race and religion a little bit more. Is this a good sign? Angie, tell me, is this a good sign? It depends on the people who are facilitating it and oh what kind God, of education they are getting. Literally what I was about to say. How dare you take the words out of my mouth? Oh, I'm so sorry, Dan Wong. I, I okay, Dan Wong, finish the rest of the yeah, sentence. Finish then. the rest of the sentence, man. Uh, it depends on whether who's going to facilitate this uh, people who, who who need to carry out these discussions need to have special training okay. it can't be some anyhow how person like so, some like, so for example right like if you're some getting somebody who actually facilitates uh, conversations uh, difficult conversations and um, within the students and are a- and do not uh, try to paper over shit that the students are bringing up uh, for the sake of racial harmony, then yeah, I think this is great and we should have that. But if you are doing like training for teachers to facilitate such conversations and then the... But there needs to be a KPI where blah, 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 therefore racial harmony, then I think that's a really bad thing. Yeah, it's, it feels like something artificially being yeah. injected into a yeah. real honest conversation, you know. So and whether or not they are able to have real honest conversation in the first place, lah. So that's the thing, right? So a, a lot of the a lot of the woke folks, right? The woke crowd, their criticism of this whole particular initiative is that Singapore PAP have created a narrative around race and religion to begin with that the woke crowd doesn't agree. Okay, whatever Wait, the woke what, crowd. Can believe, you like clarify what okay. is this? So let's narrative? say for example, right? Uh, some segment of the of the woke folk believes race is a colonial construct, for example. Okay? Now, whether this is true or not, it's up to it's up to whatever framework that you want to base your worldview around. Mm-hmm. But then the problem is they disagree with it. The PEP at least disagree with this particular framework. Right? I mean they have to, on principle. Otherwise the CMIO notion right will just fall apart. If we if they were to admit race is a colonial construct, for example. So therefore it becomes this conundrum. Okay, you are trying to talk about race and religion, but based on your old framework or based on this former... I mean, not that I agree with the woke folk, but I mean, this is a this is a criticism that I see popping up. What do you guys think? I think I'm not woke enough because like... I mean, I read a little bit about it, but I can't really quite um, say that I know a lot about this. So for example, when you say that if we don't agree with the colonial framework of the CMIO, it doesn't mean that the CMIO framework needs to be abolished, right? Because we have been living under it uh, since we got colonized and it's become like what what we know to be um, race and religion in Singapore. It's kind of normalized, lah, basically. Yeah, it's become a, a thing that but we But that's all the thing, like a lot of people disagree with this normalization. Mm-hmm. Well, They're- I mean, the thing is like, okay, we can say that it is wrong and the genesis of it is wrong. But then if you don't have like uh, at least even a, a common framework that all Singaporeans can understand the notion of race from, then it's very hard to uh, like have conversations where we understand each other, right? Then one is CMIO real. It has been real ever since I was a young boy. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very political Okay, so, so, be- so before you were a young boy is not real. Okay, fair enough. No problem. I can, I can Do work you know that. that we were colonized way before you were born? <laughs> So even before you were a young boy, he's secretly eight hundred years old. Yeah, I, I, I don't know, man. So I don't. There is no solution to this, man. Like, there's no way you can you can use anything or any any form of ideology to replace 
you know, what we have now. Uh. The other way to go about it is to like completely eradicate it. And for that to happen, the government must be on board with it. Uh. So they'll be like, okay, so this is like, this CMIO thing is bullshit that our that, that is like a leftover from our colonial times that we need to completely abolish it. And then we will have like the ground, that we can have like a level playing field to reconstruct what we know as race. Uh. The, the thing is, you know, many, many moons ago, John, cre- uh, John came out with the Singapore monoculture during more of our conversations. Right, so my personal feel I is I didn't come out of it. The troubling one was the one. Oh, okay, who, yeah, who but you brought it up. I, I was the one. Who, I plagiarized his ideas. Yeah, basically, yeah. So John brought it up about the Singapore monoculture, you know, and I feel that. Wait, when was this? Several, a few, a few hundred co- episodes ago. Yeah, no, okay, yeah, a few episodes. You've got an amazing memory, Jerry, for an old person. He has witnessed the evolution of man and from fences. from fish to now. Okay, Jerry. Okay, okay please continue. Yeah, yeah, monoculture. Okay. So basically, what I'm trying to say is, if the monoculture, the Singapore monoculture is not in place, it's probably impossible to get rid of this ethnicity divisions. Okay, Jerry, as a person right, who has witnessed the evolution of men from our fish days, right? Okay. Is race genetic? Uh, no, it's UV light. It's UV light. You, what the fuck? <laughs> okay. what how, the fuck? How, how the... Just go go watch Bill Nye and our story. Do you mean like how the sun reflects, the light reflects off our skin and melanin and all yes. that? Yes. It's UV light. UV oh. light, uh, you know, living in certain regions over time, you know, makes your skin, you know, more prone to create melanin and that's how your color comes about. Wow. Am- it's UV light. Amazing. That's amazing. He's talking about genetics. It's not genetics. It's just, you know... It's evolution. Yeah, obviously. it's just adap- adaptability, you know. The human the species is quite adaptable. <laughs> I'm so stumped. I don't know how to reply to this. I'm just like... Mm. It's, it's UV life. It's, it's UV life. So, so our <laughs> conclusion is race is UV life. Race we finally have a conclusion on LKK. Yeah. You know? Race is UV I think this is the best conclusion ever. Yeah. Guys, so, this, this is all so super subjective, man. The moment that an alien dropship appears, you know, in the stratosphere shooting missiles or, or, or stuff at people, suddenly we are one race again. I'm telling you, that's the reason why, right? We should have treated COVID-19 as an alien invasion. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. Why would... Okay, you, you right. think alien invasion so sh- will happen? So we should start nuking infected people then. <laughs> no, no, it's not. What I'm trying to say is... The right, body snatchers are here! Freaking Get alien em! invasions don't happen with, you know, large spaceship shooting lasers. They will, right. they will try to sow discord. That's what I would do. You know, that's what that's what the major soul powers the only, are doing. The only discord is just the idiot Americans who refuse to wear masks. La. Yeah, you know, that, and it's being flamed by the Russians and the Chinese, you know, the you know, online agents. So what that's that's what I would do if I want to invade a nation. I would just go and freaking so discord to the point they start destroying themselves. Okay, if Donald Trump is willing to launch nukes into Hurricane, mm. then what are you willing to do to to change to once COVID, once you realize COVID <laughs> is an alien invasion, right? What are you prepared to do as commander in chief now? I will spend <clears throat> a lot of money and build everybody a self-contained suit. So basically, everybody has to wear one of my suits. And then you get into your suit and then you will stay in there forever. And then you poop in your suit, you bathe in your suit. Everything happens within your suit. You are basically a one-man walking room. And I will spend all the national reserves to create these suits. How do I jerk off in this suit? Uh, The suit will do it for you. Just select the (laughs) jerk-off program. Of course you would have that figured out. You're talking to Dan Wong, you know? But actually, Dan Wong, I have a better suggestion for you. This would involve a bit of self-sacrifice on your part. But I would suggest that you take your giant um, ball sack 
Yes. And go face the COVID enemy and then just wrap it around. <laughs> Until they suffocate. Yeah, and kill it. What if what if my ball sack carries COVID? It's like a, I'm a super to, spreader. Then you then you nuke yourself. There is a there is a chance that uh Dan Wong will become corrupted and become the enemy. Yeah. <laughs> then we nuke him. So then we only we, have to, yeah. yeah never so trust he me. nukes COVID and then we nuke Dan. And then I, the world will be safe. If uh I wouldn't trust Dan Wong to build the the spacesuit. Um for the simple reason that he could anytime install a pin spike, which is one of our <laughs> one of our episodes. I am more, well, I am more concerned that he would have like his pheromones within the the bodysuit, and then you'll just be smelling his like body. He'll just increase in like in, like increasingly amount of dosage, right? Yeah. So we get so we slowly get used to it, then end up we end up loving Dan Wong regardless. I don't know, man. You guys have fucking thought of everything. I'm wow, cannot be. I, you know, if I ever become commander chief, the first thing I do is kill the three of you. So <laughs> fucking. We know you too lose well, my man. schemes we to the public. Well. Either that Dan Wong or hire us so that we can like do your yeah. dastardly deeds because yeah. we, we know can, you so we well. We can improve upon your ideas. <laughs> ah, okay. yeah, exactly. Some of your ideas sucks by the way, but... I bet you didn't <laughs> even think about this for your bodysuit until we brought it up. See? <laughs> this is how you hustle, yo. It is a generic Longkang Kitty's answer. Yeah, it's, yes. a, it's a good Longkang Kitty's answer. Okay, so next up, right? Now that we talk about the woke folk a little bit, let's also talk about cancel culture. Oh my god! This I, is gonna uh, be has to be like an entire episode. Yeah, There's so I, much to talk about for cancel culture. I spent like uh, half an hour, an hour talking to Lydia last night about cancel culture because I couldn't understand what was going on, and it appears that the word cancel culture has got other other sort of a meanings, subtle meanings hidden together with the word. So it's not just. Uh, companies not showing their support or, or taking away their support from personalities is more than that. There is a negative connotation to it. Negative to the woke folk, uh, whoever the woke folk are. Not necessarily. Okay, well, I will just like um, read out a few different versions of what people say cancel culture, culture is. Lah, Let's right? do it. So this is from Elfian Sayat, uh, who says that, uh, can we use the term cancel culture correctly it is just a backlash and boycott don't make it sound bigger than it is and this is in reference to uh, what happened to Xia la basically right uh, where she's currently getting cancelled by many people um, and according to Elfin Sai all it means is that consumers have decided that your personal brand is no longer just about being edgy or unfiltered but is polluting and harmful you're trying to make a distinction between a boycott which you claim is a passive act uh, people just don't buy and cancelling, which is by your definition something active. People write in to companies to scold and threaten them for endorsing and partnering with you. Yeah, so that, that, that was is, her point. Yeah, yeah that was his uh, his and uh, Sasha's representation of um, cancel culture. And so basically that was his representation of uh, what he thinks cancel culture is and also a pretty fair summary of what um, Sasha said about cancel culture, basically. Jerry, what do you think? Cancel culture? I mean, do you agree with that assessment of Elfin's, uh, with Elfin's art? I don't know, man. It's really difficult to call. Cause, uh, it's not a soccer game, yo. Yeah, it's... <laughs> One, zero. It's, it's, you know, you know it's the, the problem is there's so many angles to it. Man, cancel culture on the surface is about cancelling a personality, de- you know, deplatforming them. You can talk about, okay, so you deplatform them, you give them either... Uh, copyright strikes or whatever on YouTube, you know, uh, you get Twitter to cancel their accounts and whatnot. So that's that's one part of it. There's there's actually another part of it that's like, I think what uh, Dan was saying, the more insidious part of it was actually... That was what I said. 
Oh, is it what you said? Sorry. <laughs> I am sorry. Always stealing uh, always women's stealing credit. Yeah. It's, that's why Dan is women always praising get no you. no respect around here. We are always trying to Zero erase respect. Angie's assistance. Yeah, we're always trying to erase Angie. Uh, so, you know... in are yeah, cancelling me. In that sense, it's... I don't know. It's, it's like, you know, where, where does it stop? Do you just cancel the, the individual that, you know, is uh, not aligned with your views or do you cancel the entire family, the extended family? And here's the other thing also. Um, unless we're talking about really, really... Hard, I, I don't know what Xiaxue wrote 10 years ago on her Twitter, but uh, are people also being cancelled just because of a difference in opinion or are they cancelled because they are really, really, you know, bad people with terrible you know have done terrible things the so thing- what's the okay so there is a time there's time frame to all of this right i mm. think we also need to consider like as what mm. jerry has said mm-hmm. so what xiaxue wrote 10 years ago right do we really want to like start down this mm. fucking um slippery uh, slippery slope slope of blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> slippery slope of digging up shit, right, that you wrote many, many years ago and trying to indict you, right, in, in the current and in the now and to prevent you from participating in commerce. I mean, that's what cancelling does, right? They are, what they are going after is not so much your, your, your ability to speak and so on and so forth. It's more your ability to participate in any form of commerce thereafter, mm. right? They are cancelling your sponsors, they are cancelling your customers, mm. They are cancelling your wallet. Can can I also jump in and say I think in I don't know about the, what is called the rest of the countries, uh, uh, other countries, but in Singapore we have the Yellow Ribbon Project, which is a rehabilitation and reintroduction of uh, former convicts to the society. Uh, I firmly believe cancel culture and Yellow Ribbon Project cannot exist on the same plane. The Yellow Ribbon Project and Cancer Culture cannot exist. Cannot We're going exist to cancel the Yellow Ribbon Project. <laughs> no, elaborate, no, elaborate. I don't see the no, link. Elaborate, okay. elaborate, you don't elaborate. see the link? I'll yeah. elaborate. Redemption, okay. la, basically. Yeah. If Cancer Culture exists, uh-huh. then Yellow Ribbon Project must not exist. Because if these people have been you know, caught doing whatever abhorrent stuff they did, then they should be cancelled forever. Why do you give them a path to get back to society? You know, so similarly, the people, you know, if, if cancel culture, if Yellow Ribbon Project exists, that means uh, our society is one that allows people to redeem themselves. Ivan, Lim, huh? right? We allow people to redeem themselves. We allow people to rehabilitate. We allow people to change and to grow and, you know, to reintroduce them to society again, right? So but, if but cancel Jerry, culture exists... But the thing, the difference between like the Yellow Ribbon Project is that the offenders have already been punished by the court of law. Meaning that most of them would have gone to jail, paid their dues, yes, uh, and then so they come went back through the society. proper judicial whereas, process. Whereas, whereas, like in cancel culture, most of the time uh, it's the it's the mob that the canceling is the, the punitive punishment. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. With so, the mob passes judgment, and then the your term of sentence is actually getting, you know, your commercial deals cancelled, uh, basically. So. My my take is my take is what you know if if you're if you're looking at it from uh, the punitive judgment or punitive action point of view, then why are we allowing the mob to cancel people? You know, without having you know, why are they passing judgment? Why are they cancelling people? What you know, who who gave them that power? You know, you know what I'm trying to say. 
I, I, I get what you're trying to say. I feel like cancelling, cancel culture happens because people will not be punished by the law. So people feel helpless and, and then they take the law into their own hands. But uh. it depends on the crime, so-called crime that is committed, right? A lot of the crimes of uh, that were cancelled by cancel culture are not even crimes that you can report to the court of law, basically. Oh, Singaporeans will disagree with you. Oh, of course, you can call the police for every <laughs> fucking thing now, la, but Imagine still. the NSF motherfucker at the police station <laughs> just like, Mother, like, motherfucker, I gotta go and you know there was this stupid report again. <laughs> you know, there was a period of time where like the, the police website went down because so many people were like using it or something. I didn't know this. I, I didn't, know didn't know this. Really, yeah. at, at least that's what I saw on Instagram. One, one, uh, one Instagrammer, he was like trying to report it and then he was like, oh, I guess the website is down. <laughs> maybe they purposely pull the plug. Uh. Yeah, maybe. I just don't oh, want to deal with this shit anymore. Yeah, I mean, Stop that makes calling me to arrest Ivan Lim. But I think it's not going to fucking happen. But I think the thing is that there is just no um, one definition of cancel culture. So for re- for example, recently there was this book that was super offensive, right? Uh, the, the so-called racist book that was published by Marshall Cavendish where there was this uh, bully that was dark-skinned and had oily, curly hair. Right, um, Mau Mau. and who is called Mao Mao, and um, who was bullying a Chinese boy, lah, basically. So this book got pulled by the library, and and is currently going under review. And people were talk- talking about how this is cancel culture, and I would disagree. This is censorship, but this is not cancel culture. Cancel culture would be digging out who the author is behind the book, fucking doxing her, and then like trying to get her like. Which is what happened. No, I don't think she got doxed. Uh, they were trying they to report her. To, no, yeah, they, they found, found who the out author who was, the and then they tried was. to report her to the police. Did like, they? Also, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Holy fuck. Okay, I didn't police. know about this lah, but mm. this would I w- is what I would call cancel culture. The act of removing the book from the library for review is not cancel culture. It is you know a process of censorship. But that reporting the um, author to the police, trying to you know um, make her unpublishable in for the rest of her life, that is cancel culture. Yeah, I feel like cancel culture always has to involve a person, a personality, for it to be called cancel culture. So that's one thing at least we can all agree on. I guess so. Um, possibly a group of individuals or so lah. Yeah. I mean, if let's say the long time to organization to be cancelled, then yeah. that I mean, you'll be the four of us lah. Yeah, let's say John makes like a very egregious comment, and then like all of us were like, well, you know, like I say, for example, Angie can't can't use dolls, uh, because she's a woman. <laughs> um, for example la, for example I can't use the orbs, but that's not because I'm a woman <laughs> no the the correlation is there you see yeah see I, I happen to, to be a woman I, I don't but then because John is sexist <laughs> it becomes a Angie can't open doors because she is a woman and then it's you science. get cancelled it's science yeah it's a fact right it's yeah. fact because I'm I both the statistics I'm both a woman and I yeah. cannot open doors Angie is 100% woman and 100% cannot open doors what a coincidence oh my god it must be science <laughs> anyways then John gets cancelled uh, and then like because Jerry laughed they were like oh Jerry must agree with John yeah. Jerry is a sexist too mm. we need to cancel Jerry and then Dan was like but no Jerry is such a sweet person oh, jo- uh, oh, oh Dan are you are you me? trying oh, you to defend a sexist and then I the woman oh my god you are why are you associating with all these sexist people? You're a yeah. self-loathing uh, yeah, woman. Yeah, I have internalized the misogyny. <laughs> and then I get cancelled too. So all of us get cancelled, mm. basically. What is a that? happy fucking ending. <laughs> yeah, so the mob is as dangerous as uh, a government, I would say. Yeah. Yes. Actually, I would say the mob is... More dangerous. More dangerous than a government. Um, because... 
At least the government needs some justification. Well, not really. Have you seen uh, the laws of our ISA? They don't need a justification. I mean, like in in some in some extreme sense. I mean, the the justification for ISA when they when they imprison you know some of our dissident. At least they still say, "Oh, those are communists." That is okay. It doesn't is need it, to be real. It so doesn't need to be real. But at least, right, the communist the narrative, right, is already there. So what's happening now, right, is every time I see some somebody, they say, right, "Oh, we don't support this." hate-filled, disgusting, racist, misogynist. Like, to me, all these terms, right, are just as vague and nebulous as the term cancel culture. None of it has any fucking meaning anymore. Just toss all of it in the fucking air, set it on fire, nobody will know the difference, nobody will care. All this shit, right, is 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 complete fucking garbage. So at least the government uh, need to come up with definitive terms, uh, this guy wears red, he has a hammer and a sickle, he's a fucking communist, you know. But then now it's like, okay, this guy doesn't agree with me in some like some weird way, you know, like NG, you support LKK, you support John Wang being a misogynistic, therefore you must be a hateful, disgusting, misogynistic hate monger. Cancel everybody now. No justification needed. Well, I mean, yes. <laughs> no, I like but, this vocabulary you put together no but Hate like the, the thing is right like say for example the case again uh, Riza Khan right because they were saying that she was uh, racist when she made her comments and I definitely don't agree yeah I, then, I read that comment I don't and then the people who are against her like were it. trying to get her cancelled um, by reporting her to the police and then in the same breath we have like Xia who has made like very like problematic comments who are, who is also being accused of being racist? Who is also getting cancelled? So therefore, there therein lies the the problem with cancel culture is that like it encompasses so many like ridiculous things mm. all at once, and it's very difficult for people to agree on whether or not um, things are cancel culture. So for example, should the book the the so called racist book uh, children's book be pulled? Yes, I I definitely think it needs to be pulled. It needs to be reviewed. Whether it needs to go back on shelves, I don't think it needs to go back on shelves because we have a lot of good books, and that's not a book that a no, kid needs to read, lah. Basically, I, I kind of want to buy it though. Now, now that everybody hates it, I kind of want to buy it. I I generally disagree with um pulling books, lah. I feel like books need to, like, well, I, I I it's it's like book burning for me. I don't think any book should be burned. You know, the, it can exist in the world, but it doesn't need to be state sponsored by the library, right? So you don't need to like fucking take all the books that have been printed and then set them on fire. But at the same time, the state doesn't need to put it into our libraries where... I, I need to disagree with that. I think the library serves a very specific function, a repository of knowledge. And sometimes this knowledge can be dark and dangerous knowledge. And the problem is, if we were to start putting gatekeepers in charge of who who gets put where, then... Remember back when we had the book that was uh, that the was also two penguin deaths. The, yeah, the the two gay penguins, right? Then it becomes right. Politics is my psycho versus your psycho. So wh- whichever psycho gets in charge, right, sets the terms, sets the gatekeeper. Then end up right, none of us win. You see. So then. So maybe we need to do the Netflix thing where we put like a disclaimer. This book has been flagged as problematic. Proceed with caution. I don't even think we need to do that. Let people decide. Because for like the penguin book, right? Like the two gay penguin books, uh, it eventually went back to the shelves, but it's not in the children's section. It's in the adult section. So if people, like parents, for example, who want to check it out and um show it to their kids, they can. Yeah, that is also a, a possible way, lah. Right now, I mean, just a different categor- categorization. And like, like so, for example, for the gatekeeping, like if the library decides to then put back this Mao Mao book, uh, and and put it in the adult section 
I think it's a fair decision. I think because, that's fine as well. Yeah. yeah, but because I think that children are children. Um, and it, I at mean, the I, would, age, I, would, I would go so far as to say that is a terrible book. But I'm not so sure it's a racist book. I think it's just, it just doesn't send a good message. As in, I, I don't know if it's precisely racist. I don't know if it's any form, like, for me, racism is a very specific term. It, it needs, you need to con, you need to connote or denote superiority of one particular genome or phenotype. The ambiguity of this book, uh, lies in the fact that the author is not Singaporean. And a lot of the terms she used, right, uh, means very different things <clears throat> when in China. Yeah, correct. So, so if they, it's and in in Singapore, right, we buy a lot of our copyrights of books from China, Taiwan, Hong Kong, where they have completely dis- different sensibilities. Mm. So it could be colorism, but it might not be racism. Yeah. So and so okay, that is that is like a final detail, right? Where we're kind of splitting hairs at that point. But I will go so far as to say, okay, this book is just terrible. I mean, from the from what people are describing about the the specific content, uh, which is there's no resolution, like right? the, the the two boys go into a fight and. The teacher just like, oh fuck you, fuck you guys. Then it just disappears. There's <laughs> really? no, yeah, there's no like, it's a terrible book. Yeah, let's put it in the adult section. Sure, why not? I think knowledge is knowledge, and it also can serve as this like teachable moment, right? It serves yeah. as what not to fucking do when you're about to print a fucking book for kids. No, what I really hate about this um, cancel culture is that a lot of times where there could be moments where we could have a really serious discussion about race and. This very serious discussion on race and what it means and why these sorts of representations are bad, it immediately gets cancelled so fast and that conversations are not possible. So there's no actual like there's no actual progress made apart from the fact that okay, we have one less problematic book. The worst thing is, you know, even if you want if you want to start a conversation, you'll be called out as someone who is supporting the book or something, you know, mislabeled and you may get now, suddenly point, you're a bigot. You know, suddenly you are getting cancelled. You know, like what you know, they shift their. You are some enabler or some sort of yeah, you know, or your dog whistling so or some shit like that. It, it's almost to the point where you're not even able to sit down and hey, you know, let's yeah, we disagree, but let's see how we disagree and what we we can disagree or whether what we can agree on eliminating. You know, or the cr- there's right. no conversation anymore. Or, or the crowd could just interpret it wrongly. So this story happened when I was working with Mothership and then the Raisa Khan incident happened. So the editors were like, hey man, we need to react to this. We need to do a Raisa Khan comic. And then we examined it from multiple angles and we were like, there's no way we can ta- tackle a topic this sensitive. And even among the edit- editors and the comic artists, all of us have different views regarding that. Did you guys like, your, did your buttholes clench when you were assigned the assignment? Uh, no, I was, I was, I took it as a challenge. So what I told them was that, okay, this is the idea. Now we will not make fun of Raisa Khan specifically. We will make the joke a generational gag. Oh, in the past, politicians had skeletons in the closet. Now in the present, present politicians have the skeletons on their phone, in their Twitter history and the nonsense. So that was the angle I was going for. So then we drew the comic and we put it up. And then I was taking super extra careful because we wanted to show like, you know, I drew a female politician. Then I told, I told Melinda, do not draw it like Raisa Khan. Make sure she has different hairstyle, different skin color. So Melinda was okay. So anyway, we, we released the comic and then on Instagram, right, the most common comment, right, out of the hundred, the 200 over comments is take it down, 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 take it down. Yeah. Caps in caps, take it down, take it down, take it down. Then they misinterpret it in a different way. Like if let's say you are very pro Raisakan, which I am, by the way, right, you'll be, they'll be like, eh, eh, Raisakan didn't even have skeletons. Are you insinuating that she's the skeletons on her phone are like wrongdoing? Huh? She's done nothing wrong. Take it down. Then there's another person who's like, Raisa Khan, she, she, why did you draw her so fair? Why did you draw her so fair? Do you whitewash her? Take it down! <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I just want to wow. say that uh, Dan Wong is incapable of 
clenching his asshole uh, because the sphincter <laughs> muscle right is not there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have I have like I have like anal leakage all the night. Right now I'm leaking leaking. Pain spike. Yeah, I'm leaking Pain into spike the chair. Too many yeah. times already. And of course, the second thing is that's the I suppose the conundrum with all of this right is that there is no there's no room for discourse anymore. There's no room mm. for well let's let's carefully navigate and let's clearly define terms and let's talk about what precisely the the anger that we're trying to get. Everything is just like, oh, you're either for or against. You're team scup or team anti scup. Uh, that's a Perry Bible, a uh, fellow Bibleship uh, joke. Comic, right? Yeah. What? The scup or anti scup. It's the Perry funniest. It's, it's the funniest fucking yeah. comic ever. Like this, this comic, the the scup one is is so indicative of our present day. I recommend everybody just go and take a look. Like, there's no words. The only word on it is scup, but it's. <laughs> Why is the scalp? I, I don't fucking know. But yes, it is just a mirror um, of our modern day discourse. I, I think uh, another thing to uh, also take note is just now we're discussing has the PAP suddenly go gone woke, right? Yes. And uh, if we look at if we look at uh, what's happening in the uh, North America and US right now, you know uh, the. BRM movement is kind of like going into a wildfire, like it's just burning across the entire country, you know. And there's no leadership; no one is saying anything, no one is coming out to do anything, you know. And the people in leadership positions uh, tend seem to be pretty cynical about it. They are kind of like taking advantage of the situation. I think one of the things that PAP might be doing is, you know, uh, in a cynical way, they are probably coming out to try and take some control, you know, steer the conversation, try and make sure that things don't go out of hand. You know, so it's it's calculated move lah. Obviously, you know. The one of the news that I read was that one of the states was it Michigan or something was mm. trying to get money from Trump, Trump's the the federal mm. uh, administration for all the damages, damages, yeah, from the BLM mm. protests and riots. Um, and then of course Trump was like, nope, nope, nope. Can, can you imagine? Uh, can you imagine? Uh, if let's say you're a civil servant, you're posted to PMO, and your job, uh, your sole job, uh, is to go and collect all this information and present it to the minister. Like you are the person who has to go in front of Shanmugam or fucking Ong Ye Kung and like, okay, minister, listen up. Okay, this is what woke means. This is woke culture. This is. <laughs> Let me explain to you what woke culture <laughs> oh, is. Because <laughs> the minister has got shit to do, right? I don't think he's got time to catch up on all this shit, right? I don't. I don't think he has got time. To, you know, for the. How would you explain it, Demo? To Shamugam, what is work culture? I'm gonna get fired. <laughs> you can try. You can try. Before you get fired, well, what would you well, say? I'm not the, I will troll him lah. I'll just be like troll, trolling him lah. I wouldn't know what to say lah. Why don't you try? Work culture is um, millennials uh, and and younger people uh, reading some texts, and then <laughs> they suddenly wake up from their slumber. Uh, that's why they are called woke. Political slumber. Political yes. slumber. They get awakened by their conscience. Okay. So, How's that? Uh, I, will, I will go up to Shamugam. Okay. Uh, woke is saying you have a forehead. 
anti woke is saying you have a five hit. (laughs) 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 Instant firing. Oh shit! But I put I will put that on my resume. I told Shamugam you have a five hit. (laughs) (laughs) I cannot beat that. I'm gonna pass. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness! Oh man. I don't know. I have no idea what to say. It's, it's so it's so like you said. The definition is so nebulous. Yeah. How how the fuck am I going to summarize to him what what the hell this means? Like the more I read about woke culture, the more I feel like I'm not woke at all. None yeah. of us are woke. Yeah. None, none like, of us none, are woke. Yeah. At least none of us are woke enough. I would consider myself the least woke person. Uh, all of you, right, are in the eyes of truly woke people, basically my level. The fucking yes. Neanderthal. You people are still having <laughs> yeah. your lizard brains. Your prefrontal cortex, right, haven't developed yet. So, all of you are on the same wait, 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 fucking level. John, 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 John. So, a lot of people are making reference to poisonous American politics. Is, that, is this what they're talking about? Actually, uh, I, I've been warning you guys about this for the longest time. Dan Wong, you didn't believe me. You I, know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I remember I, this, I, I remember this. Saying, yeah. I keep saying, all this shit, right, is going to fucking infect us. It's not poison. It's a fucking virus. It's worse than Corona. Okay, it's spreading this. like fucking. You're wildfire. saying it like wokeness is an STD or something. I think it's worse than STD. STD at least you still need to have sex. You know? This one is just like you just be in close proximity. You don't even get the pleasure of an orgasm, man. Right? No? All all you get right is pain and suffering. I'm I'm sad I'm because every, all this wokefulness supposedly stems from a good place. You see, uh, some uh underprivileged minority being oppressed, and then you stand up for them, right? That's like the normal thing to do. But then suddenly it's taken a life of, it, of its own, and and you know, and then we are now talking about cancel culture. We are not talking about police reports because it's 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 all performative. It's all just putting up a show. It's no longer about okay. And the worst part about cancel culture, right, is that. What you're trying, what most people are trying to do now, is to cancel somebody else, so that it sets them on this path of redemption, right? For their own past ironic self, it's like I used to like you know Four Chan or Poe or whatever, and now right, in order for me to redeem myself in the in in the in the eyes of the Lord, right, of the woeful Jesus, I need to cancel somebody else. So then I will consume their woke points. Oh my god. And with <laughs> enough woke points, right? Uh people would, you know, will see me as a as a woke bishop or woke priest or whatever. However, <laughs> the more woke points I accumulate, right, the the more susceptible I become, right, to others consuming my woke points. So I need to cancel as many motherfuckers as possible. So all these motherfuckers can't cancel me. That's Jesus that is Christ. what's going on now. John, you just you just described a video game scenario. What is this? I think you just described hey, any developers, if you decide to use this idea as a game, you better fucking pay John some money. <laughs> correct, correct, correct. The game is to get the most woke points. Yeah. But the more woke points you get, the more susceptible you become and the more aggressive you must become in in, in uh, destroying yeah, your yeah, woke yeah, points, yeah. yeah. Sounds like a good risk reward yeah. system. So uh, I, I don't know whether reality is indeed like this. <laughs> I still choose to <laughs> believe idealistically that you know part of being woke means uh, uh, having an inner sense of justice and uh, defending people who are being oppressed, yada yada. I think the danger of the woke culture is really the more the more extreme parts of it, because I have seen well, I have seen a lot of people um, speak out against woke culture. I, I believe uh, in essence, woke culture is a good thing, but as with any culture, anything that is militant is bad. Um, and when you get to the extreme ends of it, where people are really like just 
incapable of having um, conversations, incapable of having empathy and compassion for whoever it is, even their enemies, then I think it, it gets to the point where uh, things get really bad. Uh. So, for example, the recent case where the guy, right, who freaking strangled his girlfriend or his ex-girlfriend yeah, yeah. and then, like, thumbed her in the eye so hard that she was bleeding, he already went through the justice system. So, like, the sentence was ridiculous. But people shouldn't be pissed off at this guy because he's already been apprehended. He went to court. The court's um, decision, right, uh, is not his fault. And then I see a lot of calls for him to be doxxed online, for him to for for his future to be fucked up. And uh, I think that is completely wrong, lah. Because uh, the the systemic problem, right, um, should be treated as such, uh, and that anger and rage against the injustice of the system shouldn't be transferred to the individual. Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, I, I, in that sense, what you're saying is you should be angry at the system for producing this kind of results. Yes, not correct. Not at the individual who received the sentence. Yes. Yeah. Because and he already rightfully went through yes. like the justice and system. Even even the justices in, in the uh, court system in Singapore, they are also hampered by laws that are written down. So... Um, yeah, Shamugam, sir. You so no, so the, which is what what I mean by like cancel culture is the fact that they are unable to distinguish between uh, these nuances and like where to direct their anger, uh, Basically, I like, personally, I think the the sentence was okay because uh, when I sit in his dentist chair, right, and he's doing my fucking root canal, I don't want him to fuck up, you see. So he cannot be <laughs> anally raped in prison until he has no also muscular control like Dan Wong. <laughs> Then you know, then he fucks up my root canal. Then that that would be a terrible. Then what was your reaction? That's a face. terrible injustice, John. If <coughs> if that was your wife, your daughter, your <laughs> sister, you wouldn't be saying that it's an okay sentence. Then well, you know I'm being fucking ironic, right? Oh, sorry. sorry. Like, now I need to consume. <laughs> you totally believe him. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> now I need to consume your woke points. Yeah. <laughs> then you're too woke. You're too woke. Oh you, no! You can't even tell the joke. I feel I, my I feel my wokeness like like dissipating. Yeah, no, but yeah, I mean, like the thing is, like uh, that's one case. Uh, the other case is Xiaxue, and I think Xiaxue's case is a bit complicated because she herself have like mobilized her own like supporters against other people to cancel them like I remember okay okay. I have to admit right I've been following I've, I've been reading Sasha's shit since her blog spot days okay she's entertaining what can you say yeah I love her? all the shit that, I mean I don't agree with all the shit she says and I actually I don't agree with most of the things yeah. that she says but I find her very entertaining same like I find Amos E very entertaining uh, in that kind of like train crash kind of way mm. hey, you never you never chastise her what bro but anyways Back then right Back then She led this war Against uh, Don Young Remember guys uh, Don Young was this Like other like Another influence. oh, but influencer But that's an influencer That's a Commercial interest Yeah right? but she was Trying to cancel her uh, That's true Yeah but for things She was doing at the time Yeah lah Not for shit That she dug up 10 years ago and tried But to can- then again Xiaxue has been Fat phobic very recently What and she has gone like like she said many many like things that would get her cancelled like in this day and age. It's not just that tweet that she made like. But that sort of makes things worse, right? I mean, like all what you guys are talking about, right? Is actually very deep already. You are getting like one step in and trying to trying to um talk about the corrective measures of what woke culture could be. What I'm saying, right, is this performative aspect, uh, is just complete fucking nonsense. It's so surface level, right? That I will I will I will rebut your your example by saying that Fake Network right had no fucking problem with Xia Xue 
until people complain. I mean, did they not know Xiaxie was ironic as fuck five days ago? Like, was that was that suddenly a I sudden mean, realization? I like, mean, it's a commercial. It's a commercial decision. It's not a. It's not a moral decision. Precisely, yeah. that's why it's all performative, right? It's all just yeah. a, a puppet show. It's just smoke and mirrors, and nobody is like everybody is still thinking about. Oh yeah, is this the corrective measure or is this not the corrective measure? But we're not even like at that level yet. This is just this is just a a, a dog and pony show. What I want to really know is how much effect like work or cancel culture actually has on commercial what do you call it, results there's no, no no drop in sales no nothing no, no yeah effect. and maybe like people you know it's like the silent PAP supporters the, the it's like online right all you see is opposition people you know it's like oh my god opposition and then the polls are usually the results are damn shit right? the interesting thing is uh, in the video game industry right the more work you are the less sales you get <laughs> Actually, that's also true for Gillette. One. Remember when it came out yeah, the yeah, super yeah. woke, yeah, the, the super woke, yeah, the yeah. new, the new male kind of like uh, stupid advertisement. Yeah, and yep. they lost like what what, what seven billion dollars in hey, revenue. The one. best part is all the smaller uh, razor companies stepped into that void. Yeah, and then of that, the the CEO was still like, "Oh yeah, no, uh, this is this is something we still want to support." I mean, if I was a fucking shareholder, uh, my 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 anal sphincter would be as loose as Dan Wong's anal sphincter. I'll, I'll just shed all over my fucking pants, you know, at the words of my CEO. Uh. What lunny? No, like because the thing is, like their commercial, uh, the what do you call it, partners, right? Like the sponsors. If they stand to lose money from cancelling their their um, what do you call it, their sponsorship, then it doesn't make sense, right? I Does think it? at some point the money doesn't doesn't factor into it anymore. And, and I think a lot of the woke companies like what uh, Jerry was saying, the go woke, go broke, right? Get get woke, uh, go get, broke. Get woke, go broke. Which is what's happening with a lot of places. And they, they kind of like are willing to forsake the money mm. so that they, they look good in front of others. And this is where I'm not so sure about what kind of damages has been occurred, has been incurred as a result of all of this. I think it will be quite a monumental task to try and figure it out. But yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's all nonsense. Completely fucking garbage. So I, I do agree. La. I think a lot of people are getting on the, you know, the work train, especially corporations. They're not really in it because they genuinely believe in the cause. Maybe some of the employees do believe in it and they kind of pressured their company to do, to do something about it. Uh, but for the most part, I feel... A lot of these companies are there just for the bottom line and one like once again think about this right mm. black lives matter okay somebody got killed by uh, a police officer with a, with a knee on the neck mm. and then mm. what does what does netflix do hey here's some movies that is starring black movie stars oh what about our demands to uh, reform the police hey here's a black square that you can put on your Instagram for your big TV cosplayer. Hey, what about, you know, we need systemic change. Hey, here's another fucking useless token gesture of wokeness to put on your fucking social media so you look good in front of all your friends to get the woke points you need. Fantastic. This is, this is the world we live in. This is the fucking world we live in. Yeah, well, a lot, but a lot I think it's pressure. because like a lot of our lives are now on social media right and a lot of people's per- perception of you is through social media 
No, that's why I post memes, man. I don't even post views anymore. I just post memes. Yeah, in my Facebook is all memes, man. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> cute animals and memes. Actually, that's the thing, you know. I I have a lot of friends who only post memes these days, mm. and if you read, the memes are not really just funny, funny stuff. If you understand what they are, the, the way they to. think, you know that they post this meme specifically as a reaction to what's happening. Wow, you're so edge lord, huh, Jerry? <laughs> so no, edge, no, huh? but it's true, it's true. You know, it's true because <laughs> memes. They, they cannot say anything and, you know, there a lot it's of It's like, I don't want to say so much that I'll get into trouble, yeah. but I want to show that my yeah. I'm like not completely... Jerry is low-key uh, humble bragging about his actual power level. <laughs> so so that he <laughs> he's humble bragging, right, but not outright bragging so that we won't consume his woke points. No, it's just that... Uh, <laughs> He's trying to tell us, right, actually my power level is up here. You all just don't <laughs> know it yet. Uh, but because you all are so fucking stupid, right, you all won't even know that I'm telling you that my power level is up here. That's my power level. Have you ever seen Jerry try to explain jokes on my page, uh, like my wall? Like I would post something and then Jerry would explain hey, That was the one funny. time, okay? That was the one time. <laughs> you did it twice, I think. Really? <laughs> This is my power level, y'all. <laughs> and then I was looking at it and then I started laughing so hard that my dad was like, Nito sumo. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, do we have any do we have any know. final words? Final words from 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 the co-host here, the Long Gang Kiddies. Do you want to start with Dan Wong? You've been awfully quiet. Don't 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 don't, don't 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 uh, be mad, okay? But just now when you were talking about you said those three very <clears throat> sarcastic things just now about black squares and 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 some other thing about a company Netflix actually, and not, yeah. Netflix actually and I I was struggling to to try to to because I I'm not quite sure what you're talking about and I think I've been very quiet because I don't have a lot of knowledge about 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 these things this very hyper this this over analysis of 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 the of the left side stuff maybe it's because I've been too too invested in Singaporean politics or. Or maybe yeah, to invest too in my own work. Spike, uh, too much uh, pain spike up your ass. And it could be, could yeah. be. But I have to, it seems like whatever you're talking about, I really have to be in the know to know what you're talking about. Like I vaguely know because I see all these things happening on my Insta feed and all that. But I, I never go and, you know, go and go deep and see why Angie, this is happening. you know happening. what I'm talking about, right? Angie, do you know what huh? he's talking about? You know what I'm talking about. I know the black square because uh, on my Instagram, right? Mm. Like, I mean, I use Instagram quite a fair bit. And then like there was one day where every everything was like black. All my big TV cosplayers all turn to black squares. I fucking hate it. No, but the thing is, right? Like, <laughs> oh, so, oh, okay, 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 okay. No, okay. but you know what okay. happened? Yeah, what man. happened was that the people who were advertising their stuff, right, really gained from it because you don't see anything else. So it's like, black, 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 black. Oh, uh, advertisement. Black, 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 advertisement. So I, they, the advertisers really had a great field day that day. How, how do we know it's not planned by the advertisers? I don't, I don't know lah. But the and and then like and it's not just uh, the people that I follow overseas. It's also like in Singapore where people were posting black squares. Mm. And then afterwards, it came the clarification: don't hashtag BLM because this is like um, ah, okay, silencing okay, okay, them. Yeah, blah, blah, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. And I, then, I'm piecing it together and now. Then, okay, like, okay. Yeah, and then people were like, oh, blah blah blah, and, and like uh, then then after that came the accusations of uh, from the black folk who were like calling out white people who were posting the black square. Oh my god. So no, but then the, no, no, then the black people it's, said it's that a good it's, headache. It's a good it's headache. a performative gesture because uh they don't think about the repercussions and they don't think about um you know like it, it's just performative you want, which you is true. Know, you wanna know how deep the rabbit hole goes, oh. right? <laughs> I saw I saw once a Twitter thread uh, about a black guy complaining, right, that when white people use the term woke 
the reason for that, right, is problematic is woke is a black term that used to describe people that is, you know, like wide open, like eyes wide open to the state of affairs. And white people have now co-opted the term, right, you know, uh, as a way to shut the black people up. Like, that's that's how fucking deep this rabbit hole... I can't. Yeah, I can't. It, it, it never fucking ends, okay? My problem with this performative thing is just the fact that people uh, jump onto the bandwagon so quickly that they don't think about the repercussions. Because when I first saw the black stuff, right? Like the black square, my first thought was like, oh, if, if everyone is black, right? Then what's the point of posting it? Because then you won't be able to see any information. No, like, it doesn't you don't, seem you to don't occur understand. to... What you don't understand... It helps the black people with their oppression. You don't know NG because you're because you're not black. You're not even white. Your Asian privilege is showing through. You just don't know only. Your no, power like level is really, nowhere near as, it's as high really, as Jerry. It's really just like the fact that people don't think of why why they are doing such things, lah. Jerry, because your, of the with your power level, right? Explain to us. Yeah, please explain, Jerry. <laughs> explain to us why black squares are good for society. With your power level. That's beyond my powers, man. <laughs> That's beyond my powers. But you know, the, the reason why everyone is like posting at, you know, the black squares or whatever is the, the latest, most recent uh, way to show your wokeness, right? It's, it's literally what John said just now is woke points. You know, you, you have to show people you are in, otherwise they're going to exclude you. And it's, you know, I, I don't know. It's, it's just one of those... My problem with the BLM shit in, Hep- in Singapore mm. uh, is that I've seen people... Uh, who are like super, super fucking racist against like, who've said like racist comments against like Malay people or Indian people. And then they are like, in Singapore or Bangladeshis or like foreign workers. And then they're like, oh my God, I stay with black people. Fuck you lah. Like, you can't even be like, you don't even care about the people in Singapore. You 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 don't care about people from the other side of the world. The the cashier, the Indian cashier downstairs at 7-Eleven, uh, I had a chat with him just now and he was complaining to me that some (laughs) students came in and say, hey, go back to your fucking country lah. You know, yeah, seriously, he was telling me about racial abuse. What kind of students are like what? Singaporean I students? I, I don't know. He says students coming in, in school uniform came in and, you know, just joke about him like being not a Singaporean, I guess. Well, I never go and find the school uniform color. Why? If you just, well, we can dox the shit dox out of them. Doxing yeah. is illegal, by the way. It's okay, man. Once I smell blood, I'm. Doxing is covered under Pofma, right? Yeah. Okay. It's can we cancel the school? Let's cancel the school. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you can. That's how you get the maximum amount of woke points. What would happen if you no, cancel, cancel Long Ye Kun? Like those kids, right? They they tell the they tell the Seven Eleven guy to go back to cancel Long Ye Kun because it's connected, right? It's all connected because yeah. it's a ministry minister of education. The rock goes to the top, right? That's the highest amount of woke point. <laughs> Okay, anyway. We have a magical moment for us. You are now the Prime Minister of Singapore. You are leading this glorious country into the future. Suddenly, ISIS, fucking ISIS, puts woke points into a bomb and from the island of Batam, fires it (laughs) into Singapore. You don't know that your, your first term as Prime Minister is going to be one of the greatest catastrophes that has happened in Singapore. The bomb hits MBS and the woke power spreads from town all the way into the heartlands and everybody's ultra woke and everybody is complaining that the government is a sham and that you don't care about minorities and you don't care about majorities. 
and then everybody is trying to to become the most woke power in Singapore. And you, as Prime Minister, now you have one chance, one chance in a televised speech to, to give to your country, to save your country from woke station. The cameras are on you. I know, I know. I'll lead my people from the walls of Yishun. <laughs> Only the Yishunites, right, have the power to fight against the wokeness. <laughs> Only they are crazy enough, right, to ignore the woke points and to just shout at random strangers for not having yogurt <laughs> spoons. This is these are the only group of people on earth right that can defeat ISIS woke bomb. I'll go next. I'll go next. <laughs> By the way, if I was in charge, ISIS <laughs> would be worse worse. <laughs> <laughs> John, I really think you are like preparing to be a dad soon. Eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can feel that I can feel that the dad joke dad vibes. Joke. Yeah, yeah, it's coming, it's coming. Congrats, congrats Very on your strong, <laughs> Jerry is laughing, laughing. <laughs> Only Jerry is laughing. That's why. That's why it's like a, I can such see a the law of bemusement on your face. Don't. No, it's the bemusement of you trying and to Dan be Wong like that. Laugh. He just laugh away from the mic so that he thinks he can't hear him. But I see you. Anyways, I'm calling you out, Dan. My speech. I, my speech. Okay. To the woke crowd. I have a plan. <laughs> <laughs> a woke plan. Wait, where is it based in? Oh, you need shit. to tell us where is it's it based It's the whole in? of Singapore. We have a Singapore woke plan. From coast to coast. We care <laughs> at Singapore woke Singapore. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> She's the best Prime Minister I've ever had. I and you see, you see Dan Wong in the background <laughs> with his mask on Tumbale. <laughs> <laughs> It makes Jerry. sense, uh, it makes sense, it makes Jerry. sense. Then? The rest of the world must be insulated from me. That's why I wear the mask the other way. Mm. Oh, mm. well that makes a lot of sense. Okay. If I was the Prime Minister, I would do my best to direct the woke energy elsewhere. Because woke energy is very powerful, but it is very easily guided. So you just blame it on somebody else. For example, I will say that all this discrimination, all these wrongs that are happening upon the minorities and the oppressed, it's caused by Malaysia. Malaysia is the one behind this. Oh, shit. Down with Malaysia. <laughs> Down with Najib. <laughs> oh, that's very smart. That's very smart. Yeah, yes, that's yes, very yes. smart. Because that's what Malaysians do. Huh? That's what Malaysian politicians do. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's what every, every oh, single... Oh, Jerry, don't, don't get us bombed by Malaysia. Yeah. Every <laughs> Malaysian politicians. Yeah, Malaysians are actually fine. Totally fine in my book. <laughs> so we're gonna bomb by Batam, but then we blame the yeah. Malaysians. Yeah, exactly, man. What the hell? Oh, Batam is not in Malaysia, man. It's not? It's not. It's Indonesia. It's oh, Indonesia. no. Oh, fuck. Cut, cut this part. Editor, please cut this part out. Wait, hang on. Wait, you made me doubt myself, you know. Batam is not I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> uh, our edu- education minister. Upside down? <laughs> education minister, Ongyakung. Please take Dan Wong back to secondary to, school. We need to cancel Ong Ye Kun already. Yeah. This, is the, this is the final indictment against yeah. Ong Ye Kun. This is the standard of students that your educational yeah, system yeah. produces. I, I, I got an A1 for my geography though. You got to bring Dan back, you know, two condoms, sex education fail, you know, geography There was no fail. sex education in... Uh, the audience doesn't know what you're talking about, Jerry. No, Nobody knows what you're talking about. Two condoms. Didn't we just talk <laughs> about it like two episodes ago? Yeah, we, we actually... The episode name, right, is... Why wearing two layer of condom is bad. That's literally the <laughs> fucking episode's name. 
Okay. Hey, the owl has you carrying two condoms. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> It's okay, it's okay. No uh, worries, no worries, no worries. Uh, our audiences know, no know, our audiences you know. Worry. <laughs> our audiences know what's up. They know that you know I'm an intelligent person and they love me. You know, and and all they this know is that you slandering. Do not use two condoms at once, guys. This is you are slandering my good name. You are actually putting me down. You are actually you know uh, coming out of your your privilege just to cause trouble to me. Uh, audiences, so please go and please go and cancel these these three three terrible folks. Okay, find them find them on their Instagram. Find them you know on on where they are they are complain to their employers make sure that they get fired from their job you know for oh, spreading shit, these accusations about me yeah, Wait, let me call my boss hello ring ring oh <laughs> boss boss am i getting cancelled oh you want me to say fuck you fuck you then wong you want me to say that you want me to say that to him now <laughs> oh okay okay sure boss no problem okay thank you boss have a good night boss hey then wong fuck you <laughs> that took some time it took some time to get through oh, that's a very man. long gag eh? okay jerry your speech okay my speech um I would, I would make a impassioned plea, um, and it's kind of like what you do. But mm-hmm. I will not blame Malaysia. Obviously, I will say you know we need to take care of each other. And underneath, what we're gonna do is we're gonna release kittens all over Singapore. <gasps> we're gonna release kittens, and then we're gonna you know we're gonna start pointing fingers. Hey, why y'all never take care of our kittens? You know, and we're gonna start gonna call pest controllers and go in, and then yeah. we're gonna we're gonna like you know. Freak out all the CWS people and you know Jim everyone. Okay. All the all the Facebook airwave bandwidth and everything will be filled with people talking about so many kittens. What we're we gonna do about it? It's and a good solution for about one month until the kittens grow up. Yeah, and they look like adult cats. Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with adult cats? Some adult cats are very cute too. The whole premise of the solution is that there's kittens. <laughs> no, no, no! It's the kittens are introduced so that everyone is too busy taking care of all these. So you know kittens. what happens okay, after okay, you have okay. cats? Mm. It's like all my friends who have cats mm. just become so obsessed with them. And all they, they post about cats. no, all they post about are mm. cats. And they have Talking like about zero. This school, right? <laughs> not gonna name names. Yeah, not and they have names. like zero bandwidth, right, to talk about anything else. So like. In the middle of a conversation, right? A work conversation. Mm. I would like randomly get cat photos. I'll yeah. Like, Do you want to see my cat? It's <laughs> <laughs> literally what he's doing to the audiences. Yeah, exactly. He's literally doing this so right now. So that's actually an amazing... Um, yeah, it's pretty good. It's a pretty good solution. Nobody will have any yeah. time to Yeah, cute cats is the solution. Yeah. Hey, you know, everyone mm. will... You, the, you know, the most that you'll be angry about is like your cats tipping shit over or like destroying your furniture or shitting on your yeah. bed. So everyone will be spending their work points trying to figure out who is more woke by adopting more cats. And it'll be so busy, <laughs> then they have nothing else to do already. All so busy taking care of cats, you know. Imagine the amount of money if you like set up like a company that sells cat- kitty litter. Yeah, and cat food. It cat reminds food. me of the... There's a US presidential candidate uh, uh, from the Libertarian Party. His name is Vermin Supreme. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> I'm not his joking. actual name. Yeah, I mean, that's his uh, running name. La. I'm gonna Google him and, right now. And uh, he... One of the one of his platforms, right, is to give every American a pony, uh, so that it will. Create, I would vote for him. Yeah, so that oh it will create God. a it will create a pony based economy, <laughs> and the pony can be equity. You know, you can use ponies to draw a loan. Can I can, can I vote for him? I I I. I By the way, I, like I recommend idea. right everybody like listen to like he also have a uh, uh the def, uh the the two fairy death squad or something like the, <laughs> two uh, fairy death squad. Yeah, I mean this guy is. Oh, I've seen him before. Yeah, he wears a I've seen him before. Head, yeah. It's awesome. 
and, I like this guy. And he's and he always wear like fifteen ties, <laughs> at, all at once, like on the neck. <laughs> you know, right? His full name is Vermin Love Supreme. Wow. I, I feel like drawing that. fan out of him immediately already. Please do. Please do. <laughs> you know, right? Like, honestly, I feel like if we voted for SDA and had them as our MPs. If we voted for SDA and we had them as our MPs, I think a lot of our problems would be solved. Solved by the, the meme team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not the dream team, but the meme team. Oh, Malaysia's gonna invade us? Fuck. Send the memes. Send memes, yeah, send man. Memes, man. Meme send, the... send like posters of them, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Super cool Give me poster. Dan Wong on the phone. <laughs> Dan Wong, we need to draw the dankish memes. <laughs> Right. Is it propaganda? No, no, it's memes. It's, it's, not just, memes. it's just memes. Yeah. Do you guys think they will ever get into parliament? No. <laughs> one can hope. One can hope. Maybe if one day, right, all other polit- all other political parties get cancelled, and then they are the only the last man standing, the last party standing, then we have no choice, right, but to vote for them, <laughs> because they haven't been cancelled yet. That'll work. Here's a walk over. Yeah. <clears throat> Instantly, uh, overnight, they just win. Uh. <laughs> so the next one is 2025. No, the next one is 2023, the presidential elections. Uh, yeah. Selection. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Indian president next. Yeah, oh, yeah, if it's a Eurasian or Indian president, you know. I don't think they need to change the constitution. They can just install one up there. And Taman for president. No! <laughs> then he can't be PM. Actually, no. Huh? Actually, no. You know what? Oh. We should put Shamukam as PM. Dambia. Why not? No. Oh, no, no, sorry. Tambia is a. Shanmugam as PM. Yeah. Oh, we'll become a conservative authoritarian society. Uh. No, the PM has zero whoa, power. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> what hate feel racist, <laughs> fear mongering shit are you spreading? I, then more. I don't know who is more woke here. I don't know who is more woke here. They're equally woke. They need to consume each other. <laughs> is that more woke? Come on, fight to the death, woke. both of you. Oh my god. <laughs> If only, if, only all def, if only all woke matches are settled with knife fights. Okay, sorry, Angie, I interrupted you. Please continue. <laughs> uh, my brain just immediately went to me ha- like having a knife fight with Shamugam. <laughs> so I forgot wow. what I wanted to say. I wonder who would win. Probably Shamugam. But uh, I think but I might. That, but that is, a, that is your imagination, now, right? It's not like you want to stab Shamugam with a knife. That's yeah, not yeah, what you're course, saying. That's not yeah. what I'm saying. I'm just wondering in a hypothetical situation if we had yeah. to face off with fake knives that cannot do damage. <clears throat> yep, yep. Who would win? I think uh, I might win. As, as NG wonders, Dan takes out his wallet and then shows his ISD badge and says, You're under arrest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so scared. <laughs> The Don't day the, IS, the ISA recruits you, uh, Singapore is doomed. Uh. Hey, I'm very good, you know. I, I, I'm very observant. <laughs> I will I'm challenge you to a knife fight. <laughs> Come, take me on, Dan Wong. <laughs> arrest, arrest me. You can arrest me if you win me a knife fight. <laughs> <laughs> I invoke the right to combat. Trial by combat. Oh my god, Angie, we can do the Lemiserap Le thing, you know, then I'll be like, Angie, how dare you spread such seditious lies? <laughs> You're like, oh no, I, I was merely joking. <laughs> kyang, 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 kyang. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do that one day. <laughs> Freaking Long Kang Kitty's musical. Hey, that would be quite funny, eh? We've done the rap battle. <laughs> <laughs> Let's never do that yeah, again. That was, <laughs> that was fun, though. My friends, this, this, they didn't want to be my friends after hearing that. Oh my goodness. I must never ever do that again. I must never rap. 
Oh, you mean uh, your friends cancelled you over the rap? Yes, yeah. And yeah. it was Lydia's suggestion. Yeah. <laughs> she, she was so disappointed. She was so disappointed. How could you then? Okay, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for staying with us. Be sure to uh, dislike, uh, unsubscribe, and cancel us for more h- hilarious hijinks of the Lungkang Kitties. Please don't do any of that once again. <laughs> <laughs> I was just Stop kidding about getting cancelled, okay? Yeah, don't cancel me. Thanks. <laughs> I would like to earn a living. All right. <laughs> I did not, I did not vote PAP. <gasps> Ooh. Cancelled. Cancelled. <laughs> cancelled. <laughs>